0: Hi, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Emily Green, otherwise known as Emily the Medium. This show is a space where I'll share my teachings around life after death, the soul, intuition, developing psychic abilities, and so much more. Together, we will expand our minds beyond what is widely accepted as truth and start to see the mind, body, and soul from a completely different perspective. This is a Soulfire production. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to bring you today's interview. So, this is probably going to be a super short intro because I just want to get into the interview with today's guest. Today, I have on a dear friend and client, and just wonderful, wonderful human being, Lily Romanowski, who has had probably one of the most prolific, creative, amazing 2020 journeys that I've seen. Lily is an intuitive artist, and she is an aura painter, as you will hear us talk about in this episode, how she came to realize that she could paint auras, how she discovered the process, what she learned about it along the way. It is so creative and so unique and truly like nothing I've ever seen. I've had my aura photographed with Curlean photography multiple times. And I'm, as I've done previous episodes on, I'm fascinated by energy dynamics and the aura and how our auras change and shift and the colors in our auras and how those also change and shift with which Lily and I talk about at length in today's episode. And the most exciting part is Lily actually does a live aura painting for me, which I cannot wait to receive in the next little while. And we will be sharing all kinds of pictures that of the aura painting that Lily did and some little clips and videos of her process as well. So you can really get a feel for her work. She's just incredible. She's so easy to talk to, makes you feel so comfortable, so safe. She's also just so vibrant and um, colorful. And you can really just tell that she's living her life in true alignment with her joy and, and just really following what inspires her. And it's really incredible to watch. So I can't wait for all of you to listen to today's episode with aura painter Lily Romanowski. Enjoy. I know there will probably be many of you flocking Lily's way to get a custom aura painting session. Um, She takes you through a whole process. She'll pull a card for you, pick a crystal for you, and then go into a meditation, do an aura painting process. It's really so incredible. And she's also just launched some amazing new auric altars, as we talk about in the episode as well. So this is, was such a fun episode to record with Lily, and without further ado, let's get to it. Lily, welcome to the show. I'm so freaking excited to have you here. You have been up to so much cool shit in 2020, and it's been so exciting to watch your process and all of the amazing things you're creating and it's just been so cool to watch and i've been so excited to share you with the listeners and your work because it's super unique and very very innovative and um and really cool so can you open up by just telling everybody a little bit about you and who you are and what you do yeah so first of all i'm so grateful to be here. I can't believe that it's been like a year since we have seen each other and we're getting to connect here. So, just thank you so much for having me. So excited to bring some aura magic to your show. Yes. And then, yeah, just a little bit about me and where I've been on this journey. It's been a weirdly brief journey. I mean, it's getting longer as I stick with it, but I only started offering aura readings in April. Mm-hmm. And before that, um, the vision for reading auras and painting them actually came to me while I was in a really deep meditation back in January of the beginning of this year so it's been a pretty short expedited very powerful journey so far and I'm just so grateful for it because it feels like my path and it's something I have felt like has been coming for so long you know how that is when it's like the tide has come out and you know that a huge, huge wave is about to crash. And that's sort of how it was leading up to January when that download came to me. And then from there, I just sat with it, really took the time to work with the energy myself before I wanted to bring it to other people, because I know the power of energy work and I wanted to have a firm grip of it before I took it to other people. Mm -hmm. And so one day in April during quarantine, when we were all at home, all feeling very alone, it just felt so strong. Like now is the time I was so insistent on wanting to offer this in person, but Mm -hmm. obviously that wasn't happening. And so I was like, you know what, we need to connect. We all need to connect with each other. And so I started offering more readings virtually on zoom and I've been busy ever since, (laughs) but seriously, you (laughs) have been busy ever since. So crazy. And going into just some new projects now, but it's just been a lot, but it's been also so much fun. So amazing. I mean, there's so many places I want to go from there, but I think I, I would love to hear you talk a little bit about, because I think the creative process is so interesting and like how we get to, you know, to the intuitive kind of creative process. So can you talk a little bit about that deep meditation that you were in and kind of how this came to you? Like, how did it, how did it come through? How did, how did that information come through to you? And you knew that you had to act on it. Oh, yes, it was. I remember it so vividly and it's so interesting. I call it a meditation. I was in a meditation, but I really was just sitting with myself. It was in January. I was in my little Philadelphia apartment and there was, there's this window where the the sun would come beaming in so strong first thing in the morning. And I would lay my cozy furry blanket on the ground and I would just lay on my back and let the sun bask on me. Cause you know how like so deep in the winter you're like, I need like vitamin D. Yes. Yes. Soaking the sun and just sitting with myself and so clearly, like this voice. And I am not usually someone who hears words or clear voices. Yes. The voice just like you can paint auras. You can read auras. And the way that you translate them is through painting. Like that was just wow. So simple. And it was that fast. I got up, I went and grabbed my paints. I cut out the same circle that you see on every single aura painting. That was a vision from like the very beginning I put that on the paper and I pulled my paints out and I just basically took a tutorial from spirit on how do I do this? And I practiced with myself. I closed my eyes. I felt my own energy. I felt the colors, saw some colors and just started getting them down on the paper and that was my first aura painting was myself. So. so fucking cool. Well, I think what I like, there's so much that I love about this and 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 where you've taken this and how you got it and how you've kind of run with it. Because I find that I noticed this, that when people have or when they get kind of, um you know, an idea or a download like that, like you can paint auras, which before you started doing it, I was like, I've never heard about this. You know, I've had my aura, to, aura photographed. You know, I know that people can kind of clairvoyantly like, you know translate that, but I was like painting, like that is so wildly amazing. Yeah. And I think what can happen to some people when they get something that's kind of like different than maybe what is already being done is there can be some like questioning or like, is this, you know, what is like, this is so unique and all this kind of stuff. So did you, did you have any of that come up of like, um, you know, just when something's new and it's, and it's so innovative, did you have any kind of like doubt in the process? Absolutely. I was kind of apprehensive about bringing it out to anyone. Um, And part of it was just because I knew how special this was going to be. I was like, I need to sit with this and really feel into what's happening. But in the beginning, when it came to sharing it, it was kind of confusion of like, how do I tell people I can paint their aura and see their aura like without feeling like a cuckoo person. Like (laughs) I knew it was awesome. And I knew I had people who would think it was awesome too. But there is that like little shred of doubt that comes up. And it's so funny that you bring that up because I recently put a post up on Instagram about how we come up with those ideas that feel different. That is not maybe something that's quote unquote trending. And we get scared before we get excited, but really we should be so excited. Like we've tapped into our authentic potential that literally no one has, but we need to bring to the world. Yes. Which is why, that's why I love it. And that's what every time you share or create or anytime I'm, you know, watching you do anything, that's exactly what I'm thinking. It's like, thank goodness that Lily, like, you know, felt this very specific kind of category and felt like, that she wanted to bring that to the world this like super authentic creative and super unique um kind of you know gift of hers it's it's amazing because i think that there's a lot of people like you said who will kind of feel that something's different and then they kind of look outwards and kind of go is anybody doing this like you know is anybody doing this and you know maybe they don't see anything that's like what the download they've created. And then they stop, which is like the opposite of what, you know, we want to be doing because it's like, if it's, if it's different and there's nothing there yet, then we are there to kind of bring that to the world, you know? So I love that you did that. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely was one of those things that you question at first, but moving forward was the only option for me. I knew that I felt that like, so deeply in my soul that this is what I came here to do I always had that vision for like the past few years since being on my awakening spiritual journey I was like I want a place in this realm like Mm. healing or doing something but the regular tracks which for some for some reason first of all like having like tracks and sectors of the spiritual world just doesn't make sense that there's not meant to be structure. You're not meant to go into a certain field and stay there. And so Uh, that's why the normal nine to five job world just didn't mesh with me either. So when I found my own unique practice, it just like, I knew that was my home. I love it. I love it. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because that was actually going to be one of my questions for you, because another thing that I feel when we're doing something, you know, a little unique or a little different or things like that is like, how are we, and, and let me just preface this by saying I'm super like anti-titling ourselves, you know, by like boxing ourselves into a specific title and feeling like we have to stick with that. But just curious, how do you relate to yourself or how do you relate to this work? Or if like someone said, Lily and five words or less, how do you relate to kind of what you're doing? How would you sum that up? Oh, that's like a really good, challenging kind of question. And yeah. I'm definitely not a title person either, but I do consider myself an aura painter. I call myself an aura painter, but generally I just say I'm an artist. I'm an intuitive artist. Yeah. And those are sort of the words that I put with it. Um yeah. not healer, not any of that. I mean, sure. The work I do is of the healing sorts and it definitely has a way of bringing this wholeness to you once you can really see yourself. But mm-hmm. above all else, I'm, Definitely an artist. Love it. Intuitive artist. And I remember, you know, when you came to to one of um a retreats a retreat I was co co hosting with our mutual lovely friend Stephanie, mm-hmm. and I remember just chatting with you about your art and um and you know how that was such an important part of your your work and your in your life and something that you're so passionate about. So it's just so cool to see you blending you know, your, your, your intuitive kind of perception with your art, like, it's just so perfect for you. Anyways, amazing. Um, what I'm really curious to hear about is, you know, I'm, I'm interested in the way that people are receiving kind of, uh, information about like how, how they're receiving psychic information, like what does the process look like? So I'm curious to hear, like when you're in an, a a paint an aura painting session, you sit down with somebody and you open up and I know you said you do a meditation and all this kind of stuff. How does the, I guess, how does the information about the essence of someone's aura, how does it come through to you? Is it a visual? Is it a feeling? Can you walk us through the process? Absolutely. It's kind of a hybrid and it's something that I've developed It's almost like a muscle, of course, you know this, that it just gets stronger and stronger as you keep doing it. In the beginning, I really closed my eyes a lot. I looked for that color or even just a cue of a feeling of a color in myself. But I really was like closing my eyes a lot more to get tuned in. And then as I've developed it, I don't... I close my eyes as we're meditating and just a little bit in the beginning to just get tuned into the energy. But then from then on, I've actually used my watercolor palette as my map wow and essentially I look at that and my hand just gravitates where it needs to go to whatever color it needs to use I am completely out of my like conscious mind when I'm in the painting Mm. I just let my paint go into whatever color and put it on and even if I'm about to pick up a color that like in color theory would not match or make sense. Like I just keep going. So it's been developed. But right now where I'm at in my practice, I really just use my palette as a map. That's what I always relate it to. So cool. So it's almost kind of like it's instinctual. Like you're kind of letting your hand Mm -hmm. move you to the, or your feeling kind of move you to the colors that you're drawn to. So neat. It's so interesting because I think people think I see the color and I definitely do have color pop up, but it's not visual only. Yes. Um, I actually like feel the color before I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that because I think that's such a good, I think we live in a hyper visual world, you know, we want to, we we're we're big on like visions and seeing things and the physical and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. That's what art is, you know, it's taking things in through the visual senses. But I, what I really love about that is I think that sometimes people think that if they can't, you know, kind of have like a crystal clear clairvoyant image, you know, then they, they can't kind of make something happen with that. Like, like we can actually create visual, beautiful, intuitive imagery through feeling. So I love that you said that. I think that's, that's so cool and how, you know, it, it's a you know, you're getting maybe little bits of the of the colors visually, but most of it is feeling. I think that's brilliant because um, you know, I think we we trust what we see a lot and we don't trust what we feel. So that's such a good kind of just reminder of that. Um, just as you're saying that. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Okay, so the next thing I want to ask you is just this is like kind of a purely curious, selfish question, but what's the cool, like, what do you have any like highlight? I'm sure every, every aura painting session you do is so wildly different and so unique because each person and their essence is so unique. But do you have any like cool highlight experiences of an aura painting you did with something, someone and something really neat um, either showed itself in the aura painting or in the person's energy or something? Something like this, oh my gosh, yes, there's so many cool moments that happen. Um, overall, like just something that happens all the time is I choose crystals, I choose a crystal to bring into the session just from my collection, but I just bring it there as like a physical version of the person I'm working with since we're not in person. It just helps me connect to them more. and there have been so many times where. I have this crystal and they have the crystal right on their nightstand next to them. Or they're even in one case, the girl was holding the exact crystal that I had chosen before the session even started. So the connection, I just can't believe how even before we get on the call, like I can feel the universe kind of weaving us together. It's just so insane how that happens. Amazing. How neat. It's so cool. Actually, um, my mom, I gifted my mom a, a session with you for her birthday. And it's so cute. Like she has the, she was like, the most fun she was like she just loved it and she like got your painting framed and she has it like opposite her it's hanging on this in this beautiful place opposite her bed she'll love that I'm talking about this like hi mom um yes. but she just loved it I think it's like and I, I actually gifted aura painting sessions to so many people um last year I was like you have to try this with Lily You have to try this with Lily it's just so neat and and I can just like I would love to be a fly on the wall in you know in a session with you which you know we'll get to in a moment but I also want to talk about, you just came back from an epic cross-country fan life journey. Um, for how long, how, how long were you gone for? Two months. Two months. Okay. So can you talk, can you talk about that? Cause I'm super, this is something that I want to do one day. And I know you had a lot of people so like interested and and curious to follow your experience, but can you talk about um, why, like how you came to the decision that you were going to do this. And just like, maybe the, I'm sure there was lots of breakthroughs and things like that as you were away, but, um, but what was it like for you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're asking about this because it's just, first of all, once I got home, once Martine and I got home, it felt like it hadn't even happened. Like we were just back home again. It's so crazy. It feels like a fictional, because it was just so magical, but Um, it's a really funny story because this was a trip that Martin was initially going to take with his buddy and it ended up falling through and he ended up kind of throwing that out the window, like no big deal. And then he manifested this freaking awesome SUV car thing and he tricked it out and did all sorts of fun stuff with it. And it just worked out that we wanted to do this together. And so... Yeah. A really cool co-creation just between the both of us on this it was like amazing in itself yeah. the preparation and then the journey just getting to be in all different areas all the time mm. was like oh my gosh my soul felt so at home even though I was nowhere near home or nowhere quote-unquote like stable there for a long time like Being in all different places gave permission to my soul to be whoever I wanted to be. So for example, like in the mountains, I was like a wintry mountain woman. And then we'd go to the west and I'd embrace my little cowboy, cowgirl in me. And I was just like so fun to play around with all of the different energies that each place brought up and embrace that and like let yourself just be a surfer girl now and then be a mountain girl and then all of whatever you want to be. It was just what my inner child like thrived for. I'm so happy. Well, and I think it's so cool that you bring that up, you know, just about home, like our physical home or where we relate to our home being. And I feel like we like you totally lose your relationship with identifying with just one physical location or one physical kind of quote home, um, when you travel in that way. So it's, it's, it's so true. Like you really get to kind of feel like I can create home anywhere I am. So I love that you brought that up. And the other part that I wanted to ask you about is just like, to your point of feeling like you could embrace or activate or be in different energies and different places that you were, I know you had another kind of cool, like aura painting adjacent thing come through there that sort of ties in with astrocartography. is that right can you can you take me through that how that came and all that oh yes so um the offering is called aura mapping I still do them actually aura and um, they're Love very it. fun it was inspired by my travels while we were on the road I was like oh you know what I'm gonna pull up my um astro cartography map and see like what the energy of California is because we were staying in California for quite a bit of time and I just felt so different. Mm-hmm. And it was different in a way that like kind of threw me off, but I also enjoyed. And I was like, I need to get this figured out. So I come to realize that I have a Pluto line going. Oh, through. fucking and you know, Pluto. I <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, man, no wonder I feel like I'm dying and being reborn every single day. Like this makes so much sense. Um, and that inspired me to kind of tie that into aura reading but it's just sort of happened in itself kind of crazily yeah. and um, bring in like locations and how the energy of everywhere you go is different depending on wherever you've been and where the stars that you were born under and that just blew my mind and yeah. Your aura changes when you travel. It's just undeniable. Our aura changes every day, but if I was in California, I'd have a whole different energy than I am here. And so bringing that into a reading has been cool. And because I was on the road, I was painting them on just a blank postcard. So it just is like sending a love letter to someone because I wasn't able to have all my usual shipping supplies. And so I just kept it nice and compact, but it's still so cute and just filled with colors and all sorts of fun mapping details about where you belong and where your energy, the most magic. So cool. Well, and just for context, for anybody who's listening and they don't know what astrocartography cartography is, I'm hopefully hopefully I'm not going to butcher this, but essentially it's these, the, um, your birth chart and the kind of planetary activations of your birth chart being superimposed over a map of the world. Am I explaining that right? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I'm no total expert, but I—that's what I always always tell people—is that it's your birth chart plopped onto a map. basically. Yes, yeah. Well, and, and it's so cool because I have I had similar experiences while traveling in the past. Like, why do I feel like shit in Florida? You know, yeah. like what's happening in Florida for me? And I never could like figure it out. Or why do I feel so good when I'm you know in like Western Canada? I love it in like Alberta. Banff. like that's just my I could. Li- I could just be like, I'm just like happy, like laughing, giddy the whole time. And so after that, I pulled my cartography char- chart and was like, oh, this is why. You know, I I, ha- I have my Pluto line over Florida, so like mm-hmm. Florida is like, you know, um mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean when you said that about California. And then I have a, a Neptune line over California, so Neptune, like oh. California for me is like dreamy, mm-hmm. you know, like dreamy vibes. Yeah. Um, just like, like fantasy land. Um, So it's just so neat um, to totally like, as we travel, as we move about the world, our energy changes, what, what kind of energy is activated changes, um, how we're feeling changes and things like that. So it's such a cool concept. I think you were talking about your Jupiter line. Um, Where does your Jupiter line run through? I remember you talking about that. Yes. I also, that was a huge inspiration why I did that reading because jupiter lines are so magical they're like your luck and abundance and just oh such a magnetic place and mine goes right through utah colorado arizona but it makes so much sense i didn't know this until i looked it up on my map but i have so many friends and connections in business in salt lake city it's like so crazy yeah mine goes right through it so so cool so cool i love jupiter energy i'm i'm a little biased because i'm you know sagittarius jupiter ruled and i have my my mercury's in in sagittarius and i've just got lots of planets in sag so i love the jupiter energy and i know exactly what you're talking about where it's just like it's such a nice jupiter energy is just the best the best um i was talking to this astrologer the other day and he basically said there's no bad there's no such thing as a bad jupiter transit um i was like yep that sounds about right um <laughs> so cool, so cool. and then you also just launched something totally new today, so yeah. can you tell us about um auric alters and like how that came to you and what they are and so on? Oh yes, today has been a really big day, and I'm so happy to be here with you to like spiel about all of it because it's just like giving my i don't know it's boosting my energy you know how that is like when you actually yes talk through something with someone it just makes you be like oh wait yeah I'm this is this is what I'm doing (laughs) All right yes in the spiritual world it's so easy to be like what am I doing what is this even is this real like what's happening (laughs) yep so anyways today I launched auric altars and this idea came to me while I was on the road trip but I obviously didn't have any supplies or means to make it happen living in a car so I just had it written down and I kept revisiting it and adding notes to it and ideas about the development of it. But basically the real root of this was my love for crystals. I freaking love crystals. Like I said, I bring one into every session I do virtually, but I wanted a way to actually like give people magic with crystals and aura paintings. And so I also wanted to create something that you could get to enhance your auric energy without doing it or if you've already done a reading and you want more goodness then this is just another step to the process so these are 18 by 18 inch painted on fabric I do suede and I do canvas and they're just such a beautiful thing that you can roll up roll out as you do your daily meditation or a healing session and it is laid out just like every aura painting I do which is like All the color on the outside, and then in the middle, there's just a big white circle. Don't know why, that's just how the download came through back in the day. And I've just been following the blueprint ever since, and I love it. And then in the middle of the circle, I create a unique crystal grid that matches up with the energy of the aura. So every aura has a different theme, per se. So for this batch that I just released, there's change, abundance, peace and a few other ones. So when you are looking for a certain energy, say I'm just like right now with the world, I need peace. This auric altar, the colors are there to enhance peace. And then the crystals that I chose for the grid are also there to amplify that energy for you. Wow, so cool. Well, and I love how you have incorporated the crystal, crystal aspect and your love for crystals into this creation, because I remember you talking about at the retreat, like I got to do something with crystals. I have to like do a program or you know something with the crystals, and now you're here it's just so cool to see how these things kind of like um you know eventually manifest into our world or our creation process so yeah. amazing they always do they always do they really do, and it's it's so neat too so it's kind of like because i'm kind of i've I have always wanted to be a person who like does crystal grids, but I've just never understood how to do it. So I feel like this is such a good way for the person who, like, maybe is looking to incorporate, um, you know, the, like crystal grid energy plus kind of like the aura painting, like this, just this cool hybrid between these two things, like in kind of like that, you almost do it for them, like you kind of give them the crystals they need to call in the energy they're looking for. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. And just to go off of that, like, Crystal grids are so fun to make and they seem so cool. But even if you do have a bunch of crystals, it's hard to do because you need multiples of the crystal to have it like symmetrical and aesthetically pleasing. And so like, even I have so, I have way too many crystals. Maybe not, there's no such thing as too many, but I have a (laughs) lot of crystals. And I couldn't even really make grid because it's not like I have multiple of each. So this is like the perfect setup because most of us don't have, you know, five or six different little quartz points with us. So this is just perfect little setup to have a grid and they're just so peaceful to just put together and place. And even within that small grid, you can make different arrangements with it. It's so fun. It's like coloring. It's just very relaxing. Yeah. I was just going to say, it sounds so meditative. Yes so meditative and i'm totally into that of you know when when there's things that we can do that are not necessarily meditation like t- t- quote unquote meditation but they feel like meditation we can kind of get ourselves into a meditative state with it so Yet another thing Lily can add to her list of cool shit she's created in 2020. That's that's like I was like thinking about how I wanted to introduce you. And I'm like, I just going to say like just have to talk about all the cool shit she's done. You know, that's all. That's all. That's all it is. It's just it's so amazing. And it's so incredible to to watch you create. And then I really can just tell that you're following your um, your joy and and really following your inspiration and kind of, you know, intuitive downloads. And it's so amazing to watch. So. I'm super excited because I reached out to you earlier this week and asked if you'd be open to doing a live aura painting for me on the show and you agreed. So I'm so pumped to have kind of give people like a little mini inside look into your aura painting process and selfishly just excited to see what happens. So yeah, I'm so excited. So we're gonna transition into that in a moment but before we do that, I want you to um, just quickly tell people uh, before we lose them in your or painting magic, about where can they find you? How can they get connected with you? Where's the best place to connect with you and your work? Yeah, so I'm always on Instagram. My Instagram is Lily Romanowski. And my website that just launched today, I'm very prepared and professional here. Wow. Also, lilyromanowski.com. And um, you can book a session with me on my website. You can buy an auric altar on my website and I ship to US and Canada. So I know you got a lot of Canadian friends here, so I'm here for you. Yay. We love it. Okay. Amazing. And I'm going to link all of your info in the show notes as well. So let's get into the aura painting. Okay. So let's dive into the reading. I always start off by drawing a card or a few cards or someone I use this deck It's called the Prism Oracle deck. Um, Mm. She is an artist from Brooklyn. And this is like the old version of it. So she doesn't have this anymore, but she's been making new versions. So she's really awesome. Um, Her Instagram is aesthetic magic studio. And I just always use this deck because it's all about color. And so it goes hand in hand with my readings. And so I, in the beginning, I used to use different cards, but... This is the one I always stick to. So I pulled you one card, just Yay. to get the energy flowing. It's always like a nice jumping point to see, like, what are we, what are we working with, what are we starting with here? So, um, feels very fitting because it is illumination. Oh, oh, I love it. Love it. Kind of like has that, like an aura painting. In yeah, the there. it totally does. It looks exactly like it. Oh, I love it. And um, this is. I think this is yellow. Let me get the book here. Okay, so yellow is associated with sunshine and warmth. It also correlates with the stomach as it is t- tied to hunger and food. So illumination. Finding illumination is like turning on a light in a pitch black room. When the room is dark and black, everything can feel scary and mysterious. But when you turn the light on, you can perfectly see everything that surrounds you. This, light, this allows you to approach a new situation in a different way and with clarity. Love it! Oh, so perfect. That's, That's perfect. perfect yeah, and, and um, I always pick a crystal. Like I said, I choose a crystal to just be my sidekick during readings when I'm yeah. on virtually with people. And before I even pulled this illumination card, I picked this little piece of candle quartz. Ooh. Oh, oh! I've so never even heard of that. See how it like has a lot of like extra quartzy points? Like, yes, kind of it looks like a melted candle in a way. Yeah. So, um, very tied in with illumination as it is candle. Um, yeah. But I did some research. Exactly. I was just going to say it's yellow too, right? Like yeah. it's got some yellow it's on it. It's like a very warm, warm kind of color. Yes. Love it. And yeah, I d- did some research on it because I am not that familiar with it. And it's a beautiful crystal for doing inner child healing work or ancestral work. So, just like really going back and like being the light to all of those dark situations that we need to like unearth and dig deep into so wow very cool candle quartz I love it I'm gonna look into getting myself a piece of that it's so pretty yeah um so first as we get started here I tuned in for a moment while you stepped away and so um, feeling ready to just dive right into amazing here and as I get started I'm gonna tilt you down here so you can watch Cool. the process amazing and I will be here if you want to ever see <laughs> my page <laughs> um starting out you guys can see how
1: yes. there's this little
0: circle of paint in the middle and that is what I was talking about during the interview about is just this thing that's been present in my painting since I started and it's this white circle I cover it with tape, paint over it, and then I peel it off once it dries. And it, to me, is like the compass. It mm-hmm. keeps me in check of your energy because our auras are so complex, more than we could ever comprehend, more than I could comprehend in even a painting. And so having the circle is like the origin point on a graph. Yeah it kind of shows me like, okay, if this energy is coming in from here, then I'm seeing that this is going there. It helps me kind of understand everything better. If there was no center, I would be like, I could paint like 10 feet by 10 feet. (laughs) Yes. Um, It centers uh, you. Yes. Okay. So starting out, I love to just give a coat of water to the paper really generously Number one, because I'm using watercolors, and number two, this helps me just surrender to the practice. It's like letting go of how the pa- how the paint moves around on the paper. I'm not in charge. It's gonna do what it needs to do. It's your aura is the creation here, so it's not me behind it. This is this is you. I'm just here translating it mm-hmm. and um, moving it onto this physical plane, and Thirdly, it kind of acts as like the little aura bath. I always feel like I'm just like giving you a little shower, energetic shower here with like a nice dose of water. Love it. I need it. Water is cleansing. It is. And I'm working with some new brushes here, very aesthetically. So beautiful. Like they're, for everybody who can't see them, they're like this beautiful pale pink, like the most gorgeous paintbrush I've ever seen. Yes, I'm loving them. So. It's funny because when I start a painting, Mm -hmm. I don't have any idea where it's going, obviously, but I always like want to start with like something like, okay, I wish I could give you the meaning of behind this blue that I'm putting on the paper here, but like, I don't know yet. (laughs) So funny, the first color is always like, the first color that I put on the paper actually reveals itself like at the end once at the, the end, end. It's oh so, it's so cool it's so funny because it's like a little frustrating sometimes I'm like tell me I need to have something to say about this and I just I'm like I don't know so now it's just part of my practice that I don't know I don't know yet hey I'm I I love that it's like I don't know how it's going to come together yet but I know that it will and yeah. I it's a trusting process for it sure. is a lot of surrender involved with this um yes and it's sort of like a story when as i'm painting um or as they do tell a story and um comes together as as i pull it onto the paper like mm-hmm. the one thing will then make me be, realize oh that's what that means that's the energy that's moving or changing or something and yes um, there's always movement happening so more than you know our energy is always moving i mean we're made of particles that are constantly vibrating and so even though I'm painting this and it's like still mm-hmm. on paper, um, it's kind of a very quick snapshot of like what's really going on. And so as I'm painting, I not only get a gauge of the colors, but even more important sometimes than the color for me is like the movement and mm-hmm. the direction of it. We all have energy that moves in very different ways. So some of us like really buzz, others of us like flow, some of us move in more of like a circular shape, like everyone moves energetically so differently and it's just so cool yeah and what I was just gonna say you focus you don't have to listen to me talk but uh, what I was just gonna say is like it's I- I'm curious if you've like ever done a painting for somebody once and then had it be a certain way and then done it again and have it be totally different have Yes, that? I have done a few like duplicate readings um over time it's something like actually really great for your energetic maintenance because yeah i think we forget that we are not meant to be constant and so we get really hard on ourselves sometimes when we're like oh god like i used to really like doing that or i used to be really good at it and now i'm not like excited anymore or feeling like that's where i'm meant to go and I'm like that's okay and so checking in with your energy and your aura is like kind of the map of where you're kind of supposed to be going yeah which is wherever your soul feels called yes. so cool so, I'm going to dive into kind of sharing about some of these colors here now that I've got like a little basis mm-hmm. to work with. So, like I said, we put in that blue um first. It's like ro- kind of ultramarine blue, royal blue. And I just put like a layer of purple over it. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's just like it's this ever-present like motion. It's tie dye tie dye is coming to my head it yeah. feels like tie dye in the sense that um it's always very much like bold and then you know as you wash the tie dye out like it, it fades mm-hmm. away a little but it's forever with you it just feels like this is the part of you that's just like ingrained within your energy always is this really strong crown mm-hmm. third eye connection that's just carrying you in this unique way and it's almost like interestingly, in your throat, like, how do I describe it? Words get hard during readings. (laughs) Yeah, trust me, I know. (laughs) Um, It's like, it's so cool how you're, I know, we all know you don't speak with your third eye, we speak with our throat. But it feels like your voice actually like lies in there, like, up Mm. inside and outside of you. And it's just so cool. Because I think, I mean, knowing your background as well, this actually just makes even more sense. Cause it's like, sometimes this voice within that is your own, like you can almost question, is that my own voice, but it, it, like, you know, your own voice so well. And so you should just like, don't forget that. Cause I know that you have a lot of energy and messages kind of always relaying through mm-hmm. and just staying in tune with like your, the source of your own voice. and. Yeah. Um, yes. Being in connection with it and realizing, I think the realization is like understanding that your voice might sit in a different area than most mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Cause that, yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's different. And that's, see, this is why I love doing readings for people because we tend to like, even in the spiritual world, box ourselves into like, okay, well, I need to be feeling grounded in my root, mm-hmm. but some of us feel really grounded when we're in our dream world and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's just really like actually connecting your energy to where it feels good for you and not like being afraid of it's like not going to work or not going to like flow for you if it's not there. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It's so, so true. It's so true and then so there's a lot of cool colors it's really neat because it looks like there's like a it's like like a, a like a cradle yes yeah. it's like a cradle of like cool very cool tones yeah I'm like doing a little cradle motion and yeah. then now in the through the top is like coming this like gold um mm-hmm. yellow there's a little bit of green it's really cool it feels like Kind of this duality between like a rainy day and a sunny day, and just like mm. the shifting. So okay, here's where it just came to me: yeah. the motion of your aura. So like mm-hmm. I was saying, everyone's energy moves in different ways, and to me, it feels like yours is like it's like almost like a two sided sphere where like depending on like how it's yes. going to do, it's like doing this. It's kind of like swinging back, and forth. <laughs> like sort of and yep. it's interesting because it's not it's a spherical energy but it's not like going like this it's like always like do do. yeah do, do. cool so i can kind of see how it's like it go. you go into that this area and this is kind of who who's showing more like right now is like that cooler toned side of you that's like very inward like super inward like deep 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 and then mm-hmm. this yellow that's kind of popping up as the um it's the side of you that's like more of an outward expression, and it's like um the way that you connect with other people and kind of share whatever you share. It's not even work related or healing related, just like your outward expression. It's like kind of like sun, moon, sun, moon. yeah. Um, that's what I was thinking when you were saying that. Yeah, and yeah. they have like a dance with each other for sure, so um, having that is like such a cool, um, dynamic, but it can also be a little tricky sometimes because you might find yourself in a area where like right now this like cooler inward, like very deep introspective self is, Mm -hmm. and then you might need to be outward in a situation. You're like, I'm not there right now. And then like, (laughs) otherwise you have yourself that's feeling very outward, very like in your expression ready to like share and um yeah you are like more supposed to be like maybe doing a reading or in a situation where you need to get back into that deep situation so Mm -hmm. it can be tricky sometimes to work with the timing and that's like you're not supposed to be on any sort of timing I'm sure you've probably learned that about yourself pretty Mm -hmm. well you're definitely not supposed to be like Oh, this has to be like how I am in this moment and I have to be because energy is so unpredictable. Yours is just like the beauty is like you're so connected. That's what I'm seeing here. But that means that you've surrendered to it and now it kind of has is gonna do whatever it wants to do. So I love it. And what's so cool to Lily, just like for context, I um just like when you're speaking about the duality and the polarity of like even like sun moon wise. Mm-hmm. Um I have sun and Sagittarius and moon and Gemini. So I'm literally like the, the polarity, like the opposite opposition kind of thing. So I was born on a full moon. So I was born, um, on a full moon in Gemini, um, which, and we're kind of like in that energy right now too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Wow. That's so cool. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know like yeah. your astrological hitch history other than being a Sagittarius. That's yes. Awesome. Yeah. So, and, so funny. Yeah. And it, it just makes so, so much sense with kind of what you do and and how you move through the world and just knowing that like this that shifting and that constant swinging is like I don't know once you can understand a visual of like where you're at then it's so much easier to surrender like and just understand like be gentle on yourself in those moments you know Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that aura painting like really helps me help other people through is like giving yourself like a break on those things that like we're not here to like control every single aspect of of our energy and even waking up I think that's the thing is getting on a spiritual path waking up we think like it's gonna be like oh I'm gonna optimize my energy and like make sure I'm always happy and it's like oh my god you're gonna feel more and more than you ever did so buckle (laughs) up (laughs) seriously surprise (laughs) yeah it's gonna get really deep yeah (laughs) but yeah. I'm in here with these blues now. Yes. Um, so beautiful. They're so like intricately the blues for you. Oh my gosh. So the blues just have like, uh, so many levels to them. It's like a, what do you call it? It's like a skyscraper multi-level building vibe. Mm. It's just like, there's one level, there's another level. There's another, there's just so many yes. levels. To this. this feels like your. The blue and the purple integrating with each other feels like your personal, like, intuitive hard drive of sorts. Like where you store all of your information. You have like a lot of like, if you were a computer, like you'd have a lot of storage on you. I love it. Well, you know what's storing. You know what's so funny is that exact shade like that, that you're describing, that like kind of royal blue, but it's got a little bit of violet in it Mm -hmm. is I've always been so drawn to that color, so much so to the point that both my like um, graduation from like eight, my eighth grade graduation and my high like my high school graduate, like prom that they were both of my dresses were that color, like that royal blue, like violet. I've always just loved it. And I loved embodying it and wearing it and having it on me and near me and so on. So it's so funny. It is so funny how our aura like colors come up. Um and that one that leads me to something I want to just like speak on a little is sometimes like I'll paint an aura and a person will be like, I don't even like think about that color. That's such a random color that's like and I just either they're not they don't like love it or aren't like always obsessed with it or use it in their life or wear it and then there's other times where people are like, oh my god I see that color all the time and like or I yeah. wear it all the time I love it so it's interesting to see it can kind of come through either way like yeah it could be a color that you love and it's just like has been with you forever and it's been kind of like giving you messages along the way or it's like something totally knew that you're like whoa! I'm not I did not even think about that color being in my energy and yeah I think it's uh, a lot about just like breaking free from the like uh there's a lot of societal meanings to color that we don't even realize are like implanted in our brain um and it's mm-hmm. so crazy mm-hmm. to think like pink for example I'm putting some pink on the paper and like as a kid and in, in society in the world we're taught like oh that's like girly feminine like yes. love, like that, that, that. And it's so funny because pink was the first color that when I was doing a reading finally showed me that like, there's no definition to any color. There's not a single definition. It was, I was in a reading and it was like really screaming like creativity mm-hmm. and like just divine creativity. And then I was like, oh, that totally feels like divine feminine flow, yeah. but it's not like your conventional girly thing, you know? So yes. it's cool to see it break out of the box because people ask me I'll get messages like oh what color is my aura I'm like there's too many to say like I could never sum up your energy anyone's energy in one color it's prism it's like it's if with the refraction of light and all of the other energies coming in our life like there's no one color and there's no way to define it so I can't say oh Emily you have a blue aura but I also have a blue aura so that means we're like the same person uh no like (laughs) we're Yeah, well, I think it really encourages like just even that concept of of you know we're not just one color, one energy, one person, one identity. Is like we're truly multidimensional. You know, yeah. we're multidimensional in our energy and the way that it you know it shifts and changes and it interacts with different people in different places in different ways. Like you know we're so multidimensional. But I think like sometimes we want to make it easier on ourselves by being like okay I'm just this one color I'm blue or I'm red or like we try and like fit ourselves in. But then we kind of go then I kind of go like no. It's it's good to be like a smorgasbord of a of, of multi-dimensional energy, you know? Exactly. And yeah. that's my, always my message to people and why aura painting is like so different from any other form of aura reading and interpretation. It's just like, so up for grabs with, with what I do. It's not um, any single definition. And even if you ask what Blue meant what blue means for you in this reading is gonna mean something so different. And um ultimately yeah. it just comes down like I tell people that color is a language for me. That's mm. and every like different way that it's shown on the paper is a different translation of it in a way. So yeah. It's like a language of its own. Um, so cool. I love how you're doing this gold, like this kind of gold here. Like so beautiful and it's funny because um I've been doing this this meditation lately and basically like the notes on the meditation say it will make your aura like gold. <laughs> so <working>. I like <laughs> Yeah, I started laughing when you started making that like beautiful deep kind of like goldy yellow color <laughs> <laughs> cuz I'm like, fuck yeah, the meditation's working. It's working. And you know what? That makes sense because I like have been trying I've been toying with it. I'm like it's coming from somewhere else. Like it's not just like This blue and purple feels like ingrained into your soul DNA. And then there's other things that come into our aura that pass through depending on what we're going through in our life or depending on who we're around. And so some energies are fleeting, some are permanent. Yes. Um, This gold feels like, I was going to say, it feels very sudden lately. It's kind of a new situation, but it's also like... Meant to be here, so yeah, it yeah. made itself at home very quick that it was hard <laughs> to actually discern if it's been here forever or just like for a month or a day. yeah <laughs> yep, I love it, I love, love it. I, it. I, know then, it's... I love this corner here with like the watermelon colors. There, it's like Ooh, a oh, great- yes, like a little sliver of watermelon. It's like juicy i yes. like oh my like i want watermelon now i love it oh me too i know i wish um, it was in season here feels like kind of a juicy energy where it's mysterious yeah like, yes, I'm yes. Like, like, with the cowboy hat on like, <laughs> well Everybody, if you're listening to the the show on the podcast, you, you like Lily is just like a picturesque, like she's just like the picture of multi-dimensional, like like cosmic space cowgirl, like tie dye. It's amazing. Um, we'll get to see it on the video afterwards, but <laughs> but yeah, and so it feels mysterious that i don't even know what it is and and you you're not supposed to even know yet what it is so there's a little bit of like a shred of mystery coming in and that's really something i love about auras is that um they change before we change like they prep us for yes. something so i can always tell when something's coming in someone's life or in the works because it's something i can't put my finger on and they're also not super aware of yet um and it's because our aura is like prepping us our energy preps us for what we're about to face or what we're about to embrace or whatever yeah and um so yeah that, that that watermelon slice is just that mm. mystery juiciness of like what is what, this juiciness that's coming now i'm excited very juiciness yeah it's just like <laughs> i don't know i i can't even pinpoint it it's super like i have like a creative sort of feeling about it like s- something in in the realm of creating but it yep. feels very like unpressure it's just like yeah. yeah, it'll come when it needs to come it's like yeah. no worry like so yeah definitely keep an eye out but like it's just something juicy <laughs> that's all i have to say <laughs> i love it yeah. that's all i need um, here it is i think this is pretty oh my god it's so cool lily i'm like wow this is amazing and i love the like the the gold with like it almost looks like honeycombs yeah yeah, they're like these little bubbly uh compartments almost like it's so cool i'm looking at it in the screen now and it reminds me of like a unicorn coral reef like (laughs) i feel very underwater yeah but also like space spacey. Yeah. Um, yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. Worldly vibes. Oh my gosh. Lily, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever laid my eyes on. And it's cool that it that it, it came from me. Yes. <laughs> this is <beautiful. laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Well, and it's also really neat because um you know, and this isn't gonna line up every t- every time, and it's because we're all so different. But every time I've ever had my aura painted before, or sorry, photographed, that's exactly what it looks like. Like mm-hmm. it's like colorful, like it's like it's got kind of a lot of different things. Blue is the core, though. There's like a blue, like a that exactly. Like, blue is the signature, but then it has like kind of rainbow esque tie dye, yeah. you know, sort of things moving through it too. So cool. That's definitely the vibe. You're you're all of it, and that makes sense because of the work you've done and continue to do. And just having an open energy just makes you a rainbow, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Lily, this was so fun. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this for me. This was amazing. And I just know that like people are going to be listening to this like, oh my God, I need one of these if I haven't had one yet. So just curious, what is your, are you still booking custom aura painting sessions? How are you, you're are you booking far out how can people I know people are just going to be like wanting to jump all over this <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so I just launched my new website today and so you can now book a session on my site it's just like buying a shirt like you just add it to your cart out, and then I will send you a link to my calendar where we can actually book the session and yeah I'll ship your painting out yeah. and after we do it with a crystal as well I do send a crystal now with, um, all my readings. And stuff. So cool. I missed, I wanted to like have a crystal to give people, cause I always bring them into the session. and So now I get to send it home with you yeah. and, um, I'm booking anywhere between two weeks out to three weeks out, depending on the waves that I get. So, um, yeah, anyways. I think there will be a pretty big wave right now. So just, just, just just, a heads up. Everybody go easy on Lily. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much. I know people are just going to be so excited to, um, you know, to continue to follow your work and all of the amazing things that you do. And I know that I am going to be excited to continue to do that too. And thank you again for coming on and doing this for me. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. I can't wait to mail this to you so you can have it in your own little area at home and I already know exactly where it's going to go in my office I already have the perfect spot so thank you Lily have a wonderful rest of your day talk to you soon